Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. It's never sucked. We have a 100 share rating. That's right. Very few shows are like that, but this is one of them. Oh, hi, Al here. Uh, Jerry uh, took the day off. I guess he thinks it's a summer Friday. It's not. CeeLo joins. He is lazy. (laughs) Uh, CeeLo joins me for the warm-up show and for your update needs throughout the morning from 6 to 10. Welcome, CeeLo. Oh, thank you, Al. It's a pleasure to be here with you as always. Now, I hope you're aware, I hope someone filled you in, that on Fridays we do something we call cool games in the second segment. Uh, I'll give you the full explanation because it gets complicated (laughs) as to what cool games is. But we'll do that next segment later. That might have been mentioned on Twitter from you and Jerry yes. and various other listeners, oh, yeah. dedicated Pe- listeners to the program. People look forward to it. it. It What it means is that the weekend is here. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. When you hear the song, you know, oh, it's the weekend. It's like the preamble to Feel Good Friday. Exactly. Yeah. It's the very start. And, and listen, your, your day is just starting. You're just waking up. The alarm is just going off. You're just getting in your car. What it does is it excites you for the weekend. Saw some folks set the alarm for 4.59 this morning to to be with us and make sure they're locked in. That is perfect. Now, later on in the Boomer and Geo program, we have Giants-Panthers tickets in the the 8 o'clock hour to give away. And we'll also be talking uh, Giants-Panthers, Jets-Patriots, Knicks-Orlando Magic. Here's something that I wanted to ask you, CeeLo. You seem to have the pulse of the New York sports fan. Always, yes. When I listen to WFAN now, and it could be because the Giants stink and the Jets stink. It feels like people want to talk Knicks. Well, yeah. The season is fresh. They won their opener in double overtime. Right. People want excitement in Madison Square Garden. So my question to you is, how popular are the Knicks? Well, define popular. Well, like, I what do, are we using to uh, measure that? How about that? this? I yeah. do a four-hour show about the Knicks. Okay. 
Am I turning more people on? Am I turning more people off? Oh, that's a great question, Al. Thank four you. hours. I mean, when do we yeah. ever really do four hours well, saying, on one thing? Well, let's just say, well, we could do four hours on the Jets and Giants yeah. and that, or the Yankees and Mets, and that wouldn't turn people Mix off. Mix nothing else in at all? Nothing else. Straight four hours. Straight four on hours on just a on random Knicks. day, not well, on a day where there's a lot going on no, surrounding say, that team. No, I would just say like a uh, morning after uh, a Knicks win. So like yesterday, for example. Right, but now let's not even say yesterday because yesterday was the home opener, game two. Mm. Let's see, they go out and they beat the Orlando Magic tonight. Saturday morning, someone comes on and does a really hardcore. <laughs> Evan Roberts, big, at 7 yeah. Evan Roberts does a big <laughs> Knicks show. Like. Are people watching the Knicks is my question. You're every like, here's a g- uh, question. I know I'm not letting you answer. I'm That's asking right. a million Keep questions. Keep asking them because I'm not sure yet how I want to okay. answer. So last night we had uh, Denver Broncos at Cleveland Browns. Yes. You had no Baker Mayfield. Not a cool game. Right. If the Knicks were up against them in game two of the season. Okay. Locally. In the New York market. What got more viewers? I would hope the Knicks. I don't think so. But you're probably right because people love the NFL. People love the NFL. It's an NFL game. It's on. Why am I watching it? Because it's on TV. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because it's on TV. Yeah. That's my question around here because I think, you know, I listen to uh, Boomer and Geo, very excited about the Knicks. Carton and Roberts, very excited about the Knicks. And I'm like, are we really excited about the Knicks? The, the, The diehard basketball fan is excited about the Knicks. But as you know, in this town... Baseball and football dominate. Right. So where are we on the Knicks? Where are we? That's my question. They're they're third. I probably just should probably. Because same reason Boomer and I love hockey. We love the Rangers. But people don't watch as much. They don't want to talk as much. This should be a a meeting with with Spike. I should probably get together with Spike and go, Spike, what are we doing here? We got to yell at these hosts and not to do do too much Knicks. Should we do more Knicks? You know, it's weird. It's, you don't know where because they've been bad for so long. Yes, that is definitely a factor. What I I think that the Knicks fan and the basketball fan in New York is starved for some excitement regarding the team. So the Nets obviously are coming off of an excellent season. They, as we know, don't have the dedicated fan base that the Knicks do. So for the you know for the Nick fan and the NBA fan or just the basketball fan in New York who's been beaten down the way as football fans are being beaten down yeah. right now right what we're coming out of with the Knicks is kind of we're in the middle of that right now with the football teams if that makes sense all right, right. yes you know what I'm saying about that mm-hmm. so of course yes the NFL dominates not just in New York but in general so you're always going to have people even when they're bad are going to talk about it. But for the Knicks, coming off a playoff appearance and some of the additions that they make, hey, where do we go this year? There's excitement. But is it ever going to get to the level of where the football teams and the baseball teams are at? Probably not. I'm asking, This is not the mid-90s. I'm asking, though, is it at the level of Browns-Broncos locally? For me, if you're asking me, it is. But if you're polling all of New York... I'm polling. Being a guy who doesn't study the numbers maybe the way you do, it's probably not. It's funny, though, because if you came on and did Browns-Broncos talk, people would yell at you. Yet you might get – there are more people would know what you're talking about than talking, breaking down the Knicks, I I think. Yes, people would yell at you. I don't think you would elicit the type of reaction. I mean, how many – Okay, let's you, you screen calls. Yeah. So Boomer and Geo open up today with uh, Browns Broncos. Yeah. How many phone calls do you think? Not you get a lot of calls. Right. And those that do call 
are you actually going to put them no, on the air? No, because they'll be terrible. Right. So there's your answer. But the Knicks callers were terrible, too. They're just oh, like, well. <laughs> they would just be like, people call in and go, uh, yay, man. Excited for the Knicks. Yeah. All right. Love this Thibodeau. What does this mean? <laughs> what does this mean? I'm also very egocentric in that I think whatever I like and don't like, everybody else falls Well, that's what I was just saying. Like, to me, if you're giving me the choice between, you know, Knicks, not even home opener, game two tonight. Like, if if tonight's game was being played last night, which would I be more likely to tune into? Yeah, you had one TV with a broken tuner. What Uh, are you putting on? For me, I would say the Knicks. So, like, last night... Because in my in my bedroom, we have just the one TV. So last night, I stayed with the Rangers until the game ended, and then I went to the football. I can monitor the football on the phone and see what's going on, but as far as watching the game... You're more diehard uh, Rangers. For me. That's just me. And I, and I recognize and understand and respect that I'm probably in the minority. Right. And that's fine. I did see this, though, about the uh, Knicks game the other night. Where is this, my story? Oh, mm. Julius Randle got a fine... Uh, from the NBA, fifteen grand, yeah. by the way, because when the game ended, he was so excited he threw the ball up in the air into the crowd, into right? the crowd. Yeah, yeah. could you? This, uh, you're not <laughs> looking for a basket <laughs> that had to have hit someone. Well, that's probably why they find him fifteen <laughs> grand. You know, <laughs> but I will say this: I've seen guys do that. Oh yeah, forever. So, Absolutely. Uh, I mean, maybe those guys were fined as well. I did see the headline myself. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. He just signed a mega, you know, max extension, so he can afford it. But He's I want to, I want to see in the where that landed yeah. in the crowd because it, I it landed at, right in the arms of Evan Roberts and uh, Tommy Lugauer at the game the other night with Big Zoo. Right? Did the person see it heading their way, or did it just bonk <laughs> right. someone on the head, or did it? Hit an empty part of the arena. I need uh, to know not a lot of empty parts of that arena. The other uh, night. I need you to know, know where this landed. Yeah. I would hope that considering it was right at the end of the game, you know, exciting finish, right? Double overtime. People are focused on the on the court. And right. You see but that then, coming. But yeah, but unless it's out of your peripheral vision up in the air. I mean, I guess like in baseball games, they throw baseballs into the crowd for people. Yeah. I see with sometimes football, they score a touchdown. They'll yeah, throw the, the ball into the crowd. Sure. Pucks come into the crowd in hockey. I mean, they have the protect, protective netting in a lot of areas now, but sometimes it slips through you think someone walked out with that basketball that's a great question why yeah why not <laughs> balls yeah, launched into the, the crowd walk what right are they out gonna do they're gonna make him give it back i need to know that covid you know i need to hear from the disinfect that thing i need to hear from the person that walked home with the julius randall tossed basketball i bet if you there'd be a way to peruse or search twitter i'm sure yeah. i bet whoever somebody documented that in right. some way shape or form cuz it didn't just go in the crowd and sit there right yeah everyone clears out you know the the ushers and the the cleaning people are kind yeah. of sweeping up the popcorn on the ground i'm saying it's officially officially licensed nba game used basketball hey look at this basketball right on here. ebay now let's talk a little bit CeeLo, about this game last night this uh, browns oh, uh, yeah. browns broncos yeah. uh, the browns won even though they had uh, only Jarvis Landry really playing for them what a terrible job by the broncos i mean my goodness right they lost the to browns case had keenum they're be- you know what well, i'll say this case keenum's had some success in the league All right. as a starter not that long ago. So he's what you would say a more than serviceable backup, a respectable backup. Been right? around a long a time. A guy that if he has to come in the game, you feel confidence. So that's fine. I didn't expect him to come into the game and, you know, soil himself. He knows how to run an offense. He he's was, a veteran. He was cocky, too. He said, I'm built for this. Yeah, well, there, there you go. You like the confidence. I did. Right? And he I has love ex- a, in a, especially in a backup. Yes. And he has the experience with Kevin Stefanski from his time with the Vikings. So that's fine. Their offensive line has been banged up. They're too ta- I, don't know, I forget if both played last night, but they've been banged up. Their top two running backs are out. 
Jarvis Landry's just back from a knee injury and limped off the field late in the game. Odell Beckham's a shell of himself. And the Broncos can't, can't come in and find a way to win the game. Right. Not to say that the Broncos are great, right? But they're supposed to be this defensive, this defensively stout team, and they got their ass run on last night. By Dearness Johnson. Yes. Cool story, by the way. Yeah, he ran for 146 yards. What's his story? His story is that he played at South Florida, had a terrible combine, went undrafted in 2018, I think it was. The Saints signed him to, you know, I can come in, training camp, give you a look. Didn't, didn't, didn't make the team. And he spent the rest of that year, I believe it was, on a fishing boat with a buddy in Florida. I forget if it was fishing for Mahi Mai, something specific. He literally lived on this fishing boat in Florida for the remainder of the year, then played in that Fugazi AAF league or whatever oh, really? it was, and then caught on eventually with the Browns as just a, hey, you know, journeyman guy. And you know, here he is last night, his first career start. He killed it. On national, and he sealed the game late with that with that first down run, and they bled the clock. Yes, on national TV, yeah. right? That whole actually that whole final drive where they just ate the clock, yeah. uh, the Browns to seal yeah. a victory. Where was that Bronco defense then? They just kept handing it to Dearness Johnson, just kept plowing right through the line. Von Miller during the week, and I know he got hurt last night and he did. didn't come back. That's fine. During the week, he was like, because they were asking, "Hey, Cleveland Lions banged up," you know? He goes, "I don't even know which tackle I'm going up against, but I'm going to kill him." Right? Not so much. Not so much. No. And Case Keenum, prior to the game, said, we're going to know where Von Miller is on every snap. Well, that's kind of their job. And he wasn't really a factor, Might was be, he? Well, then he got he got hurt. Yes. And he didn't come back. So Right. Yeah. Hurt his, uh, I think, his ankle. Yeah, ankle, ankle high ankle, leg. Yeah. High ankle, low ankle. And then I the saw... The old x-rays were negative. Further tests to come. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. I did also see that Baker Mayfield, even though you know he didn't play in the game, now they also found out that in addition to his torn labrum, he has a shoulder fracture. Yes, I guess when he popped the shoulder out, it fractured the bone. So, and he thinks he's playing the rest of the year without getting surgery till after the season. Sure, it's his non-throwing oh. shoulder. Oh, it is. Put a harness on. The- yes. No. Man, I would you think go, an NFL with a dislocated shoulder know, and a fractured shoulder? <laughs> Listen, Come on, maybe man. he's manning up. No, 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 no. Showing that he's a man. No, I would go, man. If I was on a defense, I would go. You know, you know, pro wrestling. I don't you know if you're a wrestling. No, person, not at all. But, you I know, know you if, are. Yeah, if you want to set up a figure four leg lock, Ric Flair would work the leg the whole match, right? Yeah. Just like. Pound the leg, yeah. pound the leg, and then set the him up. Area of weakness. Area of weakness. Yeah. So I'm defense. I'm putting a hit on uh, Baker Mayfield, and of course. I'm, I'm going to give an extra shove to that shoulder. Well, the problem for him is the, work the and, shoulder, and the reason he re-injured it because he you know, he runs around like a madman sometimes, and he's one of these quarterbacks that he's capable of sliding. But a lot of times, and you do give guys credit for the effort, and you know, all going all out for the team, but he'll go, you know, shoulder head first sometimes, and that's where you defenders. Then it's a free shot. I can come crash on top of you. You slide. You give yourself up. They've got to avoid. Yeah, I don't like guys like Patrick Mahomes. He takes advantage. He tiptoes on the sideline and holds the ball out. Yeah. I don't like that. That's well, taking advantage of not of us not being able to smack you around. Take it up with the league and the rules. He's playing within the rules, not a penalty. Yeah, so if I'm on defense, man, I'm like, work Baker's shoulder. Yes, non-throwing. Non-throwing. Yeah. And set him up for the chicken wing crossface. That will really hurt his shoulder. <laughs> oh, then we, what do you do? They asked him during the week. He's like, it's up to me if I play. I decide. <laughs> He's and the then, coach. and then the next day, yeah, he's he's not going <laughs> to. <laughs> I like Case Keenum though. I saw this Peter Schrager, so, uh, a listener uh, sent this to me, sent me Peter Schrager's tweet mm-hmm. about Case Keenum. It said it was his eighth NFL team, 
for Case Keenum, where he started a game. Well, he started for the Broncos as well. He was going against one of his many former teams last night. Right. But it says he's made in the NFL in contract so far $50 million. That's nothing compared to like a Sam Bradford or, um, oh, God, who was the guy? Oh, he signed in a contract in Seattle and then the Sam Raiders. Bradford. I'll get. I'll, I'll figure oh, out who I'm thinking of. Um, the guy for, who oh, came in Matt for Brett Flynn. Flynn. Yeah, yes. Matt Flynn. Yes. Who came in for uh, made a ton of money and never did any. <laughs> in fact, I think if I recall, and I could be wrong on this, I think the Seahawks paid him the year they drafted Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson was, I think, it was a third or fourth rounder, and he came into camp. I think Matt Flynn had just gotten. I'll check on this during the break. Had gotten it was you know a free agent contract. And then he and then they started Russell Wilson from day one. And the first game he missed was the other night. That well, was the first time he hadn't started since I think it was twenty twelve. Well, that Matt Flynn, he had like one or two go- really good games when he came in for Brett Favre, right? When yeah. Favre got hurt, great. <laughs> and that was it. And that was it. <laughs> Maybe like, that'll be Jordan Love's future. Yeah, he started the last game of the season because they were resting Favre, yeah, and, he, and he lit it up. right? Six touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> In the Six. last game of the year when nobody cared. Six TDs. Yeah. But he showed he could get it get her done in the NFL. Not Let's really. see. Seattle. So, uh, you know what? Look, that was 2012. Contracts have come a long way. It wasn't a massive deal. So off of that, I think what Eddie's talking about. Yeah, threw for 480 and six touchdowns against nice. the Lions, of course. Right. Single game Packers records. And then that offseason, he signed a three-year deal with Seattle. 20 and a half million bucks, nine million guaranteed. And they also had uh, Tavares Jackson there, and then they drafted Russell Wilson. He beat out both, and the rest is history. And that's it. Yep. And now you got Geno Smith back. That's right. Yeah. CeeLo, on the other side of this break, we're going to do something called Cool Games. I'll explain to you how it works. Uh, I'm going to sing. Can I sing, or this is an Al exclusive? If it's an Al Uh, exclusive, I respect that. I know know Jerry didn't sing last week. Yeah, Jerry generally doesn't sing because he's embarrassed, I think. But if you're not embarrassed to sing. But doesn't, like, the middle verse have updated lyrics for the week? Yeah, I kind of just. Make it up as you go. Yeah, I'm like a rapper. I I improvise. Maybe I'll join you for the, like, opening chorus. Okay. Okay, we could do that. Uh, So let's do that as soon as we get back from this extremely short break. I think it's only 10 seconds long. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Nice. Oh, welcome back to the warm-up program. Uh, Jerry's off today. He's not covering Rutgers. He's not doing anything with the Dallas Cowboys. Actually, I think it's one of his boys' birthdays. That's correct. Yes. So he's taking the day off. And he did say to me, he goes, I'm thinking of uh, doing the warm-up show from home. And I was like, CeeLo's not going to like that. That's part <laughs> of the filling in is you do all of the things. You know what I mean? Listen, I'm here to serve you guys. So if he wanted yeah. to hop on, listen, I'm sure he didn't want to miss cool games. The Friday exactly. warm-up program is a really ho- big highlight of the week. It is. So I get that. But I appreciate, I guess, that he ultimately decided to just pass. He's and late. Here I am. He's well. Yeah. So CeeLo, yeah. what we do every Friday is uh, called cool games. Mm. All right. So what we do is we look at the schedule. First, we look at the one o'clock window. Then we look at the four o'clock window. Then we look at the you know the Sunday night Monday, 
And I just ask you, CeeLo, when I give you the rundown, is this a cool game or not a cool yeah, game? Right. And now you, I offer and some it, analysis. A, a quick analysis because we move through this quickly. A lot of games to cover. Yeah. It's If you have to think about it. It's not a cool it's game. It's probably not a cool game. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No London this week, which is nice. That is nice. If you could pot up on uh, me, my uh, music here, you could sing along as well, CeeLo. Time for Cool Games. You know that it's time for Four. some cool games. <laughs> Jerry bailed. <laughs> and CeeLo is here. We're going to go through them and give you cool games. games. All right, CeeLo, what, week is, this in, what awesome. week is this in the NFL? Uh, what are we, week seven, I believe. Yeah? Week seven in the NFL? All yeah. right. I've got the schedule in front of me, CeeLo. Let's start with the 1 o'clock windows. And here's something I've been noticing. The NFL saves the real cool games for 4 o'clock. You just noticed that? Yeah, I am just picking up on that. <laughs> they you know love the national window. They do, yes. The, but sometimes it backfires. And I believe it's a very, I think, a short list of cool games this week as we're about to learn. Yeah. And I think two of them, definitely one of them, are in the 1 o'clock window. Is that right? So the old, the late window, not great this week on a first glance, but let's go through it, shall we? All right, CeeLo. Well, let's start with the 1 o'clock games. Panthers at Giants. No, hell no. That's not a cool no, game. No. no. Other I mean, than the Sam Darnold factor, which, yeah, who cares? He I already mean, played the Jets. We'll peek in because we're local New York. Got to be informed. We yeah. got to be informed, yeah. but is this a cool game? No. It's not. Especially since, as Joe Judge told you yesterday, the fish stinks from the head. And right. The Giants stink right now. So and that he's saying that he... It he's starts the, with him. Yeah, he's the head he's fish. He's the blame. He's the head. I believe it's the head. The fish rots from the head, but that's okay. All Stinks, right. rots, whatever works. We get what he's saying, that it's his fault. Uh, second game, and again, this this never used to happen years ago, but now it happens uh, more often where the Jets and Giants play at the same time. Yes. A Jets at Patriots. Nope. Seen it already. Not exciting. See, Mac I'm, Jones is boring. I'm kind of interested in this game. Interested, but kind not a cool of, game. Yeah, see that you just said. If you have to think about it, right. kind of, it doesn't count. Not a cool game. Right. I will peek in again. Jets. Jets pass with no sex appeal, other than you want to see how Zach Wilson plays coming out of the bye. Not a cool game. No. Uh, continuing the 1 o'clock window, Kansas City Chiefs at Tennessee Titans. 100% a cool game. Cool I understand game. the Chiefs are not what they were, but you should have a lot of points scored in that game. Titans coming off an exciting home win over the Bills in prime time. And Patrick Mahomes trying to get back to what he once was in the Chiefs' offense as well. No shortage of offense in that game would be my expectation. All right. So you would take the over if you were a betting man on this I'm game. I'm sure it's even... a huge number. Right. And Chiefs like can't 50. stop anybody. Titans' defense isn't great. So it's got to be higher than 50, Al. All right. Good. Are we got a cool game then yeah, in the 1 o'clock window. There you go. See, I told you there's a 1 o'clock cool game. That would be the one that I had... Honed in on. Well, let's see. There might be others here, CeeLo. Washington football team at the Green Bay Packers. Is nope. this a cool game? No, any game in, involving Washington right now, not a cool game. Agreed. Not interested. Uh, Atlanta Falcons at Miami Dolphins. Is oh, this a cool game? Awful. Awful. Terrible. I mean, the Falcons, the only two wins they have are over the Jets and the Giants, and the Dolphins decided the bye week after London will pass. We'll take it later in the year. So let's see how they do coming back from the trip Across the pond, which I know you don't like, so I worked across that in the there pond. just to tick you off. I saw you put that out there. You don't like the across the pond saying. Exactly. That was you, right? That was me. Yeah. Uh, final game in the 1 o'clock window, CeeLo. We have Cincinnati Bengals at Baltimore Ravens. You know what? I'll go see. This was the other 1 yeah. o'clock cool game. I agree. Bengals on the rise. Lamar and the Ravens killing it. That's a, that's a good matchup. In Baltimore, correct? You in said? Baltimore. Tough spot. 
tell you what, measuring stick game measuring for the Bengals. St- All right, this on is on the me- road divisional opponent. Yeah, this is a measuring stick game for the Bengals. You know what they say, Cela? When uh, two, what is this AFC North? Correct. Yes. When two F- AFC North teams <laughs> get together, you throw the records out, and right it's up. just a fist fight. That's right. It's going to be a big fist fight. All right, so we got two two cool games in the one o'clock window. I think that might be it. Let's check the 4 o'clock window where they mostly put the popular games. The 0 and well, 6. the 425 games. The 405 games, not so much. Oh, okay. So we got two scrub 405 games. The 0 and 6 Lions at the LA Rams. I think it speaks for itself. Not a cool game, but I'll peek in on that just to see how bad it gets. When does the kneecap biting begin, by the way? I'm still waiting on that. Well, this is Matt Stafford versus his old Lions. Yes, you are right about that, except Jared Goff bores me to Bloody hell, so I'm not interested. You're so boring. He is. Very boring. Even this week, McVay gave you that. I didn't handle it great, you know, and they went to golf. It is what it is. He didn't give you the the juicy soundbite. Right. He's not looking to volley back and forth on that. All right. Uh, Another 405 game. Eagles at Raiders. The Raiders. Not a cool game. Not a cool game? No. No John Gruden. The Raiders. Eagles are... Tough to figure out right now. Struggling on offense. Doesn't do much for me. What about the Raiders' commitment to excellence? Is that not doing anything for you? Uh, that's great. that's what they do. For them and their fan base. Sure. The Raiders. All right. 425 game. The 1-5 Texans <laughs> at the 6-0 Arizona Cardinals. Is not this a cool game. a cool no. game? No. Blowout potential. I would hope so. Blowout Big knockout spot. pick uh, this week, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, they say the Arizona Cardinals and the L.A. Rams are the two big. Correct. Uh, I already used the Rams. I passed on the Cardinals. I'd like to hold them for later in the season. I'm going Packers this week at all home right. against Washington. Continuing the 405, uh, 425 games, Chicago Bears at the uh, Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Is this a cool game, CeeLo? Uh, no. No. It's I marginal. Agree. It's fun to see Tom Brady. But we we see him all the time. Oh, he plays every week. And well, years. and they play in primetime a lot. Primetime, so a lot right. of national games. Now I did see this is the first time you know Tom Brady uh, was a Michigan quarterback, and their big rival is Ohio State. Of course, this okay. is the first time Tom Brady in his career is facing an Ohio State really? quarterback. Yeah, wow. I did see, I think he's won 11 straight games against rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, Justin Fields. Yes, Justin. Very good. And then again, now this this happened earlier this year, and now we got another record. Largest age differential between starting quarterbacks. Great. 45-year difference. Unbelievable. It's not that much. All right, so that's not a cool game. (laughs) Oh, the 820 game, CeeLo. Sunday night football. So wait a minute. The 1 o'clock, the 4 o'clock window, we have no cool games. No. Wow. I told you. All right. I, I was I was pretty certain the two were in the one o'clock window. Told you the, the late window backfired on the NFL this week. Terrible. Eight twenty game, prime time. Indianapolis Colts at San Francisco 49ers. Is this a cool game? Not a cool no, game. No, it's not. No. No offense to Boomer's roommate, Frank Reich, and his uh Indianapolis Colts. They're not interesting. No, not a lot of sex appeal, even with Wentz at quarterback now. They're not uh, sexy. The 49ers, it's like, okay, well, let's wait and see what Trey Lance might be. But no, it doesn't do much for me. And what about the Monday night game to close it out, CeeLo? We got the Saints at Geno Smith and the Seahawks. Not a, not cool, a cool game. game. Wow, no. so this is terrible. How about the Seahawks? I believe it's three straight weeks playing on, in primetime game. The Seahawks, is yeah. that right? Night game. And they were rare. Uh, right, because they love Russell Wilson on and, primetime and he's out. Yep. This is a chance for Geno Smith to uh, stick it in everybody's faces. He played all right against the Steelers. Uh, what was that, Monday night? I think it was. Yeah, he or did Sunday all right. night. I think Sunday night. Sunday I once night. got into a, a Twitter fight with Geno Smith. Did you? I don't yeah. remember that. 
what was when uh, Craig had his uh, downfall, and I guess uh, uh, Gino. Oh, I do. Gino yes. tweeted. Yes. Gino tweeted, "This is the guy who used to make fun of me." Yeah. Or he said, or he, yeah. And I said, no. He just told you you suck. Gino would volley back and forth right. every now and then on on social yeah. media. I think those days are behind him. So I, I I used to dislike Geno Smith. I now like him now that he's on the Seahawks. And he's you know he's a sympathetic figure right now. Yes, because of the pretty much any guy that played quarterback for the Jets and just got <laughs> screwed and goes elsewhere. You don't you don't look at that guy like I can't stand that. Like, right. Think about how much people like think about the positivity towards Mark. You know, there's one guy, Christian Hackenberg. No sympathy for him. No, right. Because Jets was, fans can't stay. Like yeah. If he was playing, and he's not in the league, but if he popped up somewhere, no one would be pulling for that guy. No, he was too high of a draft pick. He never threw a uh, pass did, in the regular season. Is that right? Yes. I didn't even realize that. He couldn't even though. hack it in the whatever the AAF or the XFL or whatever league. He, I think AAF. It was, I think it was AAF. Yeah. AAF. All I right, think he so, lost his job in the AAF, actually. He lost the like starting he, job I to think he uh, did. A guy who uh, you know worked at Walmart. Or he, or he came in for someone that was hurt and then lost the job. Something like that. So our cool games, really, CeeLo, we just have Chiefs at Titans in the 1 o'clock window and Bengals at Ravens. Yeah. Not a great week for the NFL. I'm sure they'll still do great in the ratings, though. We do have to sing it off, though, because last week I forgot to sing the song uh, Goodbye, and people were very upset. Oh, yeah. Those were cool games. Two of them. We don't have much. (laughs) But we've got two cool, cool games. Jerry picked a good week to bail. See, he knew what he was doing. On the cool games. You know that we've got just two cool, cool games. Good job, c Oh, yeah. All right, let's take a break. When we come back on the other <laughs> side, what else do I have here on my show sheet? Oh, I have a little baseball. I have a little uh, b- 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 basketball. <laughs> very specific. And a very bizarre <laughs> non-sports yes. Alex Baldwin story. Unbelievable. Very strange. Yeah, I mean, I- I'd love to. I can't wait to all due respect to yeah. the per- one person who died and one who was injured. But I am very curious to find out what went wrong and how it went wrong. A a An Alec Baldwin murder mystery. Yes. Very odd. We'll do that when we come back as well. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. This is Ozzy when he was a devil worshiper. Yeah. Some diary of a madman. Does he still walk around wearing like the mascara and the yeah, eye makeup? I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. I loved Ozzy Osbourne when I was in like eighth grade, man. Sure. There was nothing better than this uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Were you record. into their show with the family or no? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Love that. Because that was hot. They were doing all the commercials yeah. and then they kind of just vanished. And that was crazy because if, for all those people who thought Ozzy Osbourne was like a devil worshiper and sang about the devil, <laughs> when you watch that show, you know, he was just like a very lovable man. Yeah, like soft spoken. Yeah. yeah, the British accent, the whole thing. Yeah. Always strange to hear him speaking 
with the British accent where he sang, I didn't hear a British accent. I, I never hear the British accent for any people that sing that. that, are, that Strange. Are I don't know why that is. I don't know why that is either. Is there one you can think of that you're like, oh, yeah, I can tell? No, like even like Rod Stewart, who's got a, a thick accent. Or how about someone who's really just a singer, not part, like a loud rock band. That's a little different. But like, I hate to bring this, but like Adele. If you listen to I Adele, Adele and you, if you didn't know any better, you wouldn't know, right? I wouldn't know. Al, how about this? Not English, but the Proclaimers. I would walk 500 miles. That one? Yeah. yeah I can, you, see that I can hear it in there. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I love that new Adele song, Easy On Me, it's called. I haven't heard that. I know she's got the new album coming out. I've yeah. not heard the new song. It is good. She's a, I mean, she's a tremendous singer. It's, it's, good. it's, it's just it like a piano. Just and like a is, piano? No, I'm saying it's her. Jo- and, uh, yeah, it's her and a yeah. piano. It is good. I mean... One of the top female voices there is right now. Yeah, but like I'm not expecting to like Adele songs. No, you just said you love. Didn't you just say I like Adele or you love Adele? Or I did love I hear that, that song. Oh, just that song. I thought prior to that when I was like, I, ah, saw, Adele. I saw it on the radio. I was like, oh, new Adele. <laughs> and before I could turn it off, I was hooked. Is like, it hooked into or it? It's slow though. Just piano. It's slow and sad, but it's it's so yeah. Well, done. I think that's the kill. You know, obviously she's had a ton of success and she has a huge yeah. following, but sometimes. The songs generally are ballads, which right. is, you know, you're looking for a little inspiration, upbeat. And she does have that stuff on some of the albums, but it doesn't make it to the radio. This you gotta, is just like the deep cuts. You got to go look for it. This but they is do a, exist. This is a song about her divorce. Of course. And uh, its effect on her child oh, and her, her telling her child that I think it's a boy. When he grows up, go easy on her. She tried. She tried her best. Oh, boy. <laughs> Last night, uh, Chris Taylor... <laughs> Anyway, transitioning to the NLCS. Yeah, uh, Chris Taylor of the Dodgers hit three home runs. Yeah. Three. Yes. They won 11-2 to two over the Braves. Now, I thought, like, wow, how rare three home runs in, in a, a postseason game. game. Yeah, not so rare. Eight? Eleven. Eleven. So I just He was the first it. one to do it with his team facing elimination, though, Al. Oh, is that first right? First time that happened. Yeah. I see Enrique Hernandez. Do you know uh, what his, his nickname is? Enrique Hernandez? Yeah, do you know who no. he plays for? Uh, uh, no. If I asked you, is he still playing or is he on a team that's eliminated, would you know the still answer Still playing. That? Only because I asked it that way. <laughs> yep. That's Kike Hernandez. Former oh, Dodger Kike now of the Red Sox. All right. He's only hitting like, you know, 420 this postseason, but why would you know that? That's Jose okay. Altuve did it. You might be familiar with his work. Also still playing, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Pablo Sandoval. Not, not uh, Albert Pujols. So. Pujols still playing. Dodgers. Yeah. So it has happened quite a lot. How about that? How about that? Uh, George Brett hit three home runs. Not, not, not playing. He's not active in right '78 now. against your Yankees. Huh? Boy, that was remember. Uh, that was wild. That uh, game, the Pine Tar game. Of course, yeah. Man, I thought I mean, that Billy Martin. What a punk he is. <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting for that. Who was that? I believe I want to say the home plate ump. I think was it. Um, Tim, was it Tim? Tim McClellan. It was like his rookie season as an umpire, and he makes and the, and Brett, that's the guy that Brett had to basically be held back from yeah. just destroying. And then he he went on umpire forever. You know, like I, I wasn't born, so I didn't know him as a rookie ump, but I knew him in his later years. I want to say he retired in the last ten years or something like that. But I always when I see that footage, I'm like, oh, there's a rookie. I think it was Tim. I remember his last name, not his first name. They said that yeah, like Billy Martin had just had known that uh, there was this rule in baseball where you couldn't have pine tar up a yeah. certain part of the bat and waiting he knew for the George, right moment. he's waiting yep. for the right moment 
Oh, what a punk. That's a Bel- very Belichickian. Yeah. Something Belichick. I love do. it, though. Yeah. I oh, love of course. It. Of course what, you love a, it. what a great move. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Chris Taylor, three home runs. That is amazing. And I think A.J. Pollock hit a pair. It was a blowout. A big blowout. Yeah. So what's that series at now? It's 3-2 Atlanta going back to Atlanta for games six and seven, I believe, Saturday and Sunday. All right. Yes. We and had... Red Sox Astros should be game six tonight in Houston. And what's that at? I kind of get paid to know these things. Yeah, I mean, come on, uh, that's Houston three two. I, I don't think, know if right? you. I don't uh, know. Let me. Before, I feel like I'm speaking out of my. You know what? I don't know if you heard this, CeeLo, Though a guy named Tony, the 78 year old sports psychic, had called in uh, <laughs> like two weeks ago uh, to the Boomer and Geo show, and he had predicted a uh, Dodgers Red Sox World Series. Well, he's in trouble. But he's still hanging in there. He's hanging in there, but it is Houston 3-2, and they play game six tonight uh, in Houston. I'm not so scared. you'll need the road teams to win two consecutive in both series, and games if they six do, and seven on the road. And if they do, i got to get Tony the Sports Psychic back on the now, show. Now, you say Tony the Sports like is this a is this someone I'm supposed to be aware of? Or no. Or he's the self-build self situation, build. and you put him on the air. And yeah. he's had minimal like predictions. He only cited about four or five. Okay, yeah. so he's, he's a novice. Going back like you know, 50 years. Oh, he has okay. visions. So, so he picks every, his spots. He picks his spots, All but right. he also had a vision that he did not want to get vaccinated because he had a dream, and these are dreams, not visions, a dream that the vaccine killed him. Right. Oh, boy. So... I'm going to say to him, if uh, this does, the Dodgers Red Sox doesn't uh, work out, go get vaccinated. Right, because your predictions are <laughs> not happening in okay. 2021. Very strange uh, non sports story, but one you all must be aware of for yeah. when you go into the office uh, because people are going to be talking about it and you're going to want to know the information. That is the old water cooler water story. Cooler. I mean, if you don't meet at the water cooler anymore, right. maybe you meet on Zoom, Google Hangout, whatever it might be. This would be one to discuss. Yes. So Alec Baldwin was filming a movie in New Mexico. Yeah. And fired a prop gun. Yes, which was he was supposed to be filled with blanks. Right. And it was filled with real bullets and he killed someone. Yes. And injured the the director of photography was killed. And then the director of said movie was transported to the hospital. Details on his condition were not released. Eddie's got an interesting theory that maybe someone loaded the gun so that it would put Alec Baldwin in that position without Alec Baldwin knowing. Or someone had beef with these two individuals, and that was a way to... Unbelievable. I don't know. Unbelievable. Like, how else does that happen? Like, what... I guess my question is, okay, fine, we understand guns are used in movies and shows all the time. Yeah. But, like... Why would why would there why would there ever be a loaded gun or bullets in the vicinity when there would be no intention to unless somebody somebody was carrying like and, and put it, their gun down and it got it got mistaken for the for the prop gun that's the only thing I could think of outside of Eddie's theory. But yeah, I think like Alec Baldwin has lived this life. He's, he's an older gentleman now. Now he's got a murder on his hands. I don't know. I don't know that I, I'd be very surprised unless they found out that, you know, he had, he knew or there was. No, I'm saying, I'm not saying he's going to get charged with yeah, murder. Yeah, I don't think they, I don't but think I'm they saying would call it murder. He's got that on his conscience, conscience. Yes, now. yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't even, I can't even imagine. 
more details will come out, I am sure, uh, yeah, throughout sure the day. A, I'm sure a massive ongoing investigation. I mean, how could there not be? The first place I saw it was TMZ, and I was like, how am I not seeing this everywhere? Why is this just on TMZ? I and then Variety, maybe? Yeah, something? then once I hit, yeah. hit Twitter, I saw it. But 10, now 10 it's, wins. you know, the, the, the authorities out there have released a statement. It's a legit thing that's going on. This isn't just one of those rumors that hasn't been confirmed yet. So Yeah, it happened. And I don't mean to, to be dumb, but... I every once in a while, and it happened again this morning. When I see the that it happened in New Mexico, I'm like, "Well, foreign countries." <laughs> Come, no, I no. swear, Come I on. swear. When Ow. I first saw that, stop. I thought they probably don't have the same regulations. How could you not know that at this? Because <laughs> I see Mexico. My five and a half year old knows. He does not know. Yes, he does. Oh, we just will, did the state map the other day. I will. Cha- I will state map challenge that kid. On what New Mexico? Whether or not it's in the oh, United he, States or a foreign country. Come on, man. Listen, we had fun with your San Francisco, Los Angeles thing. That was yeah. bad. How do you not know New Mexico? I mean, New Mexico is a state. No, I do. I, when I think about it, I do. But when I first saw that headline and I saw that it happened in New Mexico, I was like, oh, uh, they probably don't have the regulations right. we have So when you here. hear a story about things that are going on in New Eng- the New England region, you have no. trouble with that one as well? I, okay. They have a football team. If you have a football team, I know that you're in the United <laughs> States. If you have a sports team, that's how I used to know. <laughs> All right. If you're a sports team, then I know you're legit. Yes. Uh, John Gruden says that the uh, that the truth will come out. <sighs> I guess they were doing a story for Real Sports on HBO, and they said that they had a producer cold call him, just like I'm going to call John Gruden. We have his Take number. A shot, yeah. What's the Take worst he could say? No. And they were shocked that he answered the phone, and he told this producer that uh, the truth will come out. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Kind of cryptic. Uh, so I'm looking forward to more things coming out. Yeah, I mean, I guess from his standpoint, probably not a lot of phone calls he's getting the in a in a supportive way or probably the opportunity not. to speak his piece. So it's I wonder probably why, why he answered the call. Yeah, but I, that is odd why he would pick that phone up. So we know for sure it wasn't like they left him a message and he called no, back. He just said, legit answered the phone. He legit answered the phone, and the yeah. girl, the producer who called, was shocked. Maybe he, he figures up. he's got nothing to lose at this point. Maybe he's waiting for like you know. This happens sometimes, like you drop your car off or something to get fixed, and you like you're waiting yeah. for a callback or a doctor's office, and you have to answer. What all are the, the phone odds calls? though that the area code the producer was calling from matched something local where he? Was, I see what you you're know, saying. Doctor's office, car place, probably he, not. He's still in Vegas, they said. Yeah, at his place in Vegas. I can't but. imagine the producer for Real Sports on HBO had a Vegas area. Man, you never probably know. not. Anything's possible. Boy, you've got to like looking at. The John Gruden situation, much more severe. The Alec Baldwin. If you escape this life without a major, huge thing happening to you, you're lucky. Because these guys were cruising along in life. Yes. Alec Baldwin in particular. Now he's got a murder on his hands. Yeah, but uh, yes, you're right about that. But I would say those high-profile people end up in those situations maybe more than the regular person does. And if something happens, it becomes... A public story. A bigger story. You know, if Al Dukes is thinking he's using a prop gun and shoots, I mean, it's probably not being If I shot up. Eddie here at work accidentally, that would be a, Neil Best would definitely cover it. Yeah, Al Dukes is a bad example. You're right. Andrew Marshall. TMZ might even pick that up. <laughs> no, TMZ would. They might. But it would say like. It's a crazy story. Boomer Esiason's producer. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be on Boomer. You know what I mean? Right. Like it would ruin he, his he'd life. Be mad, yeah. You'd be in bad enough shape, and then he'd be on you for, yeah. you know, damaging his reputation. What is this? Yep.
You read through. Got me in the newspapers. Right. Uh, let's take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll do a few other stories. Then Boomer and Geo at uh, six a.m. We got uh, we've got the Amy Lawrence oh. Sports Minute, Odyssey Sports Minute. What is that about? Odyssey Sports Minute from Amy Lawrence. Okay, you, you were have... asking about the basketball earlier. The Ben Simmons saga continues. Oh, okay. Al, oh, I like that. Batman. What else you got, Al? It's the dynamic duo of <laughs> Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Yes, uh, Boomer and Geo up in about a minute, but uh, this is, uh, I got somebody on Twitter who I want to uh, read this to you. Uh, Bobby White says, CeeLo doesn't understand. I thought the same thing when I read New Mexico. Then I realized and said, oh, yes, yes, I feel you. CeeLo tried to dumb you down. We're way smarter than his five-year-old. I would hope. Totally agree, Bobby so what White. Is, so what's the theory? It's not that you forget. It's just what you kind of, the, no, when the I see, new almost doesn't register and you just see the Mexico. Is that what correct. it is? Correct. So I see something Fugazi went on on a movie set involving yeah. Alec Baldwin. It happened in, when I glance over there, Mexico. You're I go, skim oh. reading, you see Mexico. Yeah, right. They don't have the same regulations we have in the United States. Mm. This would never happen in the United States. He often has the same problem with New York and New Jersey as well. Not true. I know those. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.